So we're in the Christmas mood. I want to get like kind of negative though, like Bad Santa kind of thing. <laughs> oh, like, okay. like Bad Santa is a good movie, but it definitely has a negative feel. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what is? It's a great movie though. What is the worst present you've ever gotten? And don't ask me my answer because I was at, thinking about this question. I don't know. No, you don't have an answer to I it. Don't have an answer. I guess that's the thing about it, right? If it's a bad gift, it's not going to be memorable. It's for, yeah, but it, it oh, might. No. Is it so bad that it is? I mean, like sock, socks aren't even a bad gift because, like, I can nowadays. Use that. No, nowadays. Like when I was a kid. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah when sure. I was a kid, I was like <laughs> socks. But now I'm like, yo, give me those socks. Like, you're right. I do need these. Like, only socks I wanted as a kid were the ones that were like also slipper socks, so you could like just like run around crazy in them. Those are my favorite. I have, I have like a cop out question. Like when I was young, <laughs> I wanted like a Game Boy Advance for like three straight Christmases, Ooh. but like I didn't get it until a third Christmas. So like every present that wasn't that was considered a bad gift. But then like. I got the gift of a lesson that, like, if you wait, you'll treasure it more. So specifically, yeah. three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, everyone's already beat all the fun the games. So like, yeah, you're would, a little late to the game. I would have like a dream that I like woke up and got it, and then I'd like wake up and I'd be like, "Was that real?" Oh. Oh my gosh. So oh, yeah, you, you got your really advanced. Yeah. yeah. And then the Nintendo DS already came out. So I'm yeah, say exactly. nowadays you can't you can't wait for years. I got it yeah. when it was on the downswing for sure. Yeah. It was yeah. like DS. That was a bargain. Out, so got a deal. I, got it. Yeah. I respect sure. I respect the family for uh for shout out my parents, some, you know. They they came through. I just, All right. just had a little patience. Justin you in. though, like he's had more disappointment three years straight. I can't I'll pick out one gift. Like the worst gift is just disappointment of like no, I'm kidding. Being greedy as a child. You Can know? I tell you? I actually figured out which one. It is the worst one. I remember specifically. So I used to, I always like thought it was cool when I was listening to hip hop and stuff. I got the CD player. And I asked my mom, because I was living with my dad at the time, I asked my mom for the new Little Wayne Carter 4. Ooh. She sent it to me with the non explicit version. <laughs> I was listening. It was, I was. It was the worst thing I've ever listened hey, to. This wasn't like Kids Bop remix. I mean, like, I mean yeah, it's, it's a step up from Kids Bop, right? You can still bang that, right? I just it's remember just, that uh... specifically, like, so disappointing because I was ready to, like, slap the CD in, like, you know, listen to it. And then I just listened to it. It was immediate disappointment. Well, knowing, I think, knowing I think you, the, that was 100% the right move from your mom because you would have been like yeah, well, walking to school, splitting sure. all the expletives, all that I stuff. I think the best, so, thing, not best, thing, to do, best thing to do with like a, a clean version of, of rap music is to treat it as like a Mad Lib. So like you're yeah. listening to it and you're like, what are they saying there? And Have it's just like own. a fill, like a, they fill, fill it in no, yourself. Sure. You could I just say wasn't as creative at the time. I was just more anger, I think. Yeah. I was mad that I didn't... <laughs> All right, Ju- I wanted. Justin, your bad present. We got to get to some. I don't have a bad that. present. I just all like every time I think of Christmas, I, all I can think about Ooh. is my best gift, which was uh, it was That's a, the point of the question, though. Yeah, no, no I can't <laughs> think of the bad one. I can only yeah, think yeah. of the really, really, really good one that I got. And because uh, you're that a positive was, dude, you're always glass half full. So it was a, it was a Game it. Boy, a Game Boy Color, uh, Pokemon oh. edition in like 1998. It was like the pinnacle of my my Christmas. Fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. But sorry, right, the Dreamcast I was given. So there you go. Shout out Dreamcast are nice though. They have the same PS2. works. Same PS2. I was given like 10 Christmas ago. So Absolutely. You got to keep That's it. it. That's it. Getting your value out of that. All right, let's get yeah. into the podcast here. All right, we'll, we'll hold his feet to the fire a little bit later. He wants to give like the off mic answer because it's like something his wife gave him or something. He wants to torture you. Did you hear that? He wants <laughs> what? to what hold you your feet about? to fire. <laughs> no, I don't want to do any of that. No, it's, uh, no, I want to get to the fantasy football content. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want company to, man. Yeah, we got to do that. Fire it's, content. Yeah, yeah it's another yeah. fantasy football show presented by Sports Injury, Injury? Central. Uh, I'm Justin here with Jacob and Taylor. Uh, I, welcome, guys. How's it feel? It's playoff yeah. season now. Merry, it's, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone yes. whose fantasy hopes are still alive, you know. 
Yeah, Hopefully I mean, if you're still listening, to fa- if you're still oh. listening to fantasy football content, then c- kudos I mean, you're to you. In it, I you're say. in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott Fish for me, I'm loving it. I am uh, in the top a thousand. So this was the big cutoff though, because other ones they've been uh, chopping off like 200, 300 people. This one's 500. So the top Ooh. 500 will advance. So it's getting nitty gritty. It's a little squid gamesy, but yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good competition. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> now if it's squid gamey, I love it even more. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm ready for season two of that, by the way, but that's that's, oh, that's yeah. going to come in the future. Which is shows take so long to yeah. come. They're out, making so it. They're right. definitely going to make worth it. Worth the so, wait. Yeah. Yes. Uh, All right. It's the injury rundown. Uh, big news today: Saquon Barkley not listed on the injury report with his neck. Uh, it seemed more game script related. Um, the pro football docs were never had, never had a big concern that it was a long term issue. His neck just sore neck popped up last Thursday, but good to see he's off it. He'll be full go this week with the big matchup against the Commanders. Uh, not so good news for Ramondre Stevenson. Um, by video, he's dealing with a high, mild high ankle sprain and a turf toe. So never a good combo. Looks like he's not going to be in uh, your fantasy lineups this week. That's huge because he's probably in a lot of key people's lineups. He was a late value. He add. got me there. Yeah. So yeah, yes. you might be looking at, we'll get to it later, but you might be looking at Pierre Strong, uh, Kevin Harris for sure stepped in. So um, Lamar Jackson going to miss another week with that knee, but Tyler Huntley uh, looking like he's going to clear concussion protocol, log the FP today, which is crucial. Um, they have the Saturday game, so... Everyone, uh, hopefully, you know, yeah, you, mm. you have to set your lineup by Saturday. But everyone, yeah, keep, everyone's keep, in that cadence doing it Thursday, I, anyways. So keep forgetting about the Saturday games. That's it's that time of the it's year. So yeah, it's going to throw no some people football, off. So. That's what it is. College football, like they take yours off, so then you have to go right to your NFL. So it usually helps out. But there's people that play college football fantasy like me, and it gets crazy during the season. So no, absolutely, <laughs> uh, big help in my lineup for sure is Kenneth Walker coming back from his ankle, just missed one. One week, hopefully he's full snaps, but kind of remains to be seen. That injury was just 11 days ago, and he missed missed the week so uh, week prior. So hopefully he's full go 11 yeah. days since the injury, even though he wasn't seven days since the injury. So that's we'll an interesting. That plays out. That's an interesting one. one. Kenneth yeah, Walker's yep. really good at football, but the, also so is the 49ers defense. So and he's coming off injury. Like that's a scary situation. He's either gonna like erupt for like a million, or you're gonna be very disappointed. I don't think there's gonna be an in between. Very volatile it's, for it's him. Such, yeah. it, it, it's a decision that'll keep you up at night for sure. Luckily, yeah. that's but you gotta ride you guys right because I have to. Like yeah. I need to start two running backs and. Him, Calvin Kamara, and Ramondre are my three options. So Ramondre's not an option. That means yeah. Kent Walker's plugged in. Uh, Got it. Tyreek Hill's ankle. I know he scared a lot of fantasy owners last week after that uh, f- uh, fumble scoop and score, which I don't know why you don't get rushing yards, but you, at least you get the touchdown from that. So you never did. I yeah. know people want to in fantasy because it's the playoffs and stuff. But yeah, it's. I mean, he ran the ball though. Besides <laughs> that, though, can we just take in the fact that's probably one of the craziest touchdowns we've oh, ever absolutely. seen? Absolutely. So, so yeah. it, it helped more than it hurt for sure. So yes. yeah, uh, looks like he's. That was just a minor bounce of bruises. They've been talking positively about it all week. Um, Jeff Wilson Jr. A little bit of question mark with that that hip that he suffered on that fumble. Uh, to our pro football docs, by video didn't look overly concerning long term, um, but. Still status up in the air for this week. Remember, they're the Saturday game as well. So one less day rest for him. Uh, Cortland Sutton's still not practicing with a hamstring. Not looking great. He has Brett Rippon at quarterback, most likely anyways, after that Russell Wilson con- uh, concussion. So Jerry Judy season maybe continues, but remains to be seen. Yeah, Sutton, Sutton's weird for me right now. Like, it's a hamstring injury, and that it's the Broncos. And it's like, is he somebody that you would consider dropping? Like for if you have somebody, I don't know. Like if you have you like a, a leagues, like you know the one we have in our company league, 
I if made it's it hard. crazy deep, yeah, yeah right. it definitely crazy, hold. Then, yes, exactly. But no, that's a certain point because like hamstrings are bad, especially for like wide receiver. If you're dictating the play, like you're you're going to be shut down very easily by a, a very healthy cornerback. So, and then Judy, look what Judy did uh, without him. So, in the position they are in, um, I don't know if they're officially ruled out, but we should rule them out. And if so, then why would you play him, right? I think it's a fair question to ask if you see Russell Wilson again this season. I mean, there's not huge long-term effects from uh, rushing back from concussion, but if he clears protocol, he's going to play. I mean, he's going to want to play. He's a big signing. They want to get things down with the offense, offensive line and stuff like that. But concussions are a big question mark. So who knows if that lingers until week 17, week 18. It remains to be seen. So Money standpoint, like you just said, I think, you force him out there. Yeah. But, yeah. He's going to want to be out there. He's I don't know. See, I'm kind of the, I'm kind of of the opposite belief is like, okay. you just paid him a lot of money. You These games are the meaningless. Yeah. I get just it. Why do you throw him out there to get another just concussion? Also, stop yeah. trying to learn this offense because we're not going to have this co- this coach anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just don't even worry accurate. about yeah. it, dude. Let's <laughs> for sure. Let's start looking at other coaches' playbooks and uh, yeah. study that. Because this or just is, rest this is until like another offense is implemented. And then because <laughs> yeah. you don't, don't learn an offense. Like knowing him, he, he ain't going to be able to learn like eight different offenses at once and then they'll pick one. Uh, so, no, right. you're right, though. Yeah. Like it, 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 there's different angles to it. Like for sure, he you, you paid so much. You need to let him see what what he's doing. Like what yeah, he let can him do. cook. Yeah, let him cook whatever <laughs> he was, he macaroni. Was just, that's what's sad. Two he's, day old. <laughs> he's cooking. They he's had they had their best game cook. of the season. He yeah, that was like an insane game. Yeah, yeah, that was poor guy. I wish the best for him. Uh, Daniel Bellinger with the ribs. He just got back from his eye fracture from the odd finger through the uh, the face mask, um, and now he's dealing with ribs. So he was LP in practice. He's big part of that Giants pass catching because they have nobody else. I mean, it's not Galladay. A little bit of Slayton. Now it's Hodgins coming on the scene, but they're, they're deep in that uh, depth chart at wide receiver. They so. need to run. Richie James has the concussion, I believe. Which yeah, take so, out of there. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. likely not playing this week against Commanders. Um, so Amari Bellinger, Cooper, did, sorry, did Bellinger suit up? Bellinger played a little bit last week, right? He played so, last week. He did, did anybody like see if catches. he was wearing a visor? He had, I didn't even, he had I didn't an eye see. patch. He had an eye patch. Jack <laughs> no, Sparrow. stop it. Stop. No, I just was wondering if, they, if he came back with an advisor. Because if somebody gouged my eye out, I think I'd maybe throw a visor on my helmet. He's been out for a while. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't like immediately after gouging he played. But You're Right, right. That's fair. But I'm just with, saying, just to prevent. no knowledge of the situation, I, I'm going to say 100% he had a visor. We had no injuries. video on it, but... He has the two injuries I feel How like are like, Why would like you not? they're war injuries, like yeah. ribs and eye. Like not like, oh, my ankle or my, I'm not saying to say, oh, like that. Like those are serious injuries, but like knee and ankle, those are very like, you know, hamstring. Those are very common. He's got like rib and like eye. That sounds like he like went through like a, like a dry, like dryer or like something. a steakhouse. Like a washing He's machine. A steak, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like a, <laughs> a, rib a steak, yeah. a little rib eye. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Amari yep. uh, Cooper is still dealing with that hip injury. Uh, Got to think he's going to suit up this week. He didn't have a setback um, in the last game, but he's still fingered figuring things out with uh, Deshaun Watson. So maybe a little bit limited snaps last week. So that kind of hurt his fantasy performance, but you're going to have, you're going to trust him this week in lineups. I love people's Jones. So I was liking the more usage from Jones, but the one thing I will say, uh, Watson is looking better. The inaccuracies is um, they're starting to, you know, clean up a little bit. That was what we were expecting, right? Like, Still, he only threw like what one touchdown, two seventy five, two seventy six. So it wasn't a great game. It's gonna be his third week of football. Like his that's team, a lot to ask for him. He led an offense that only had 10, 10 points. So and what the week before they didn't score much either. So uh, twenty seven, right? But like half it was the defense. So I mean, like you said, this has been a long time. But it sucks because I really, I think we talked about this before. 
Cooper and um, Jones were being sustained so well by Brissett. It's a big impact on Nick Chubb, too. Chubb, look at Chubb only had 34. I mean, Watson is a mobile runner. He had 33. So he that's six carries that Watson had. Kareem Hunt. Like, yep. it's just, it's a big impact in the offense. They're week, all learning. Week 12. So it's tough. They're all learning on the fly. They're five and eight. They're a team that, like, some of their drive is definitely lost. Um, you have a guy like a Garrett that's like, has one arm basically right he's gonna like, get shoulder surgery and it's not his fault probably, yeah. he had a massive car accident that yeah. was upside down so uh, and then you have Clowney. i think he's just like falling off and you know in age he had a you know he's had knee issues his whole career so just something that like you need to watch these like playoffs just leading into a bigger point that a lot of these teams aren't going to be trying as much you need to, they're going to be trying like ripian they might play him more just because they want to see what he can do they don't haven't seen much from him but that might help certain guys yeah like Watson, Dolchich, we'll see, but Watson's yeah. going to throw like probably a hundred times every game just so they can see what he can do. Right. You know, so that's going to take, like you said, they're that, building for next year. Yeah. yeah the attempts are going to take away from Chubb. I would argue that team kind of turns towards like a passing attack too. So maybe hunt hunts definitely gone for sure. Cream hunts gone. Right. So Chubb one man, it's, 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 it's an issue that you need to make sure when you set in your lineups, like the, what you're, what the teams are playing for and how many snaps these players are playing like a team that's already locked up a playoff spot. Why would uh, their top player play a fourth quarter? You know what I mean? Stuff like that you need to keep in mind. Uh, two, I forgot to mention, um, Justin Fields with the illness. It's it's Wednesday, so he's going to play. <laughs> what like, did he eat on his bye? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Big matchup against the Eagles, so you got you got to think he'll be out there. He played through the shoulder, so he's he's a gamer. He's tough. Another week um, healthier, yeah. Pat, two, Fr- yeah. Pat Fryermuth, um has dealing with the foot thing. He said he got rolled up on, but he expects to play this week. Tight ends and feet are not great, but he doesn't need to be too mobile. So hopefully uh, he'll be able to figure that out. Um, He's like a truck, kind of. Yeah, Trubisky <laughs> is kind of the bigger question mark for that start. Because he's can pick it with a concussion. So there was multiple throws we were watching too during that game. He looks like he's throwing alley oops into injury for some of these <laughs> wide receivers. Like so some of these balls, like Deontay Johnson has to move away. Like you can't miss high over the middle, and no, he constantly does. He does, <laughs> and it's it's an issue for a lot of like these players need to watch themselves, especially Firemuth. We talked about him. He's already at three already in a, mo- a very small um, window. So that's something to watch as well. Um, some settled news already. Damian Pierce. Um, there, there's there hey, he is with the visor. Check that visor, visor though. Visor. Sorry, there I don't want go. to cut in. If you're watching on the on the on YouTube right now, you can <laughs> no, check it perfect. out. But yeah, he's got the the LT visor going on. Bellinger does. So yeah, like that's it. what I'm saying. Like, what, a, what was the exact injury he had, Jacob? I literally uh, got like a crushed fracture. eyeball. I yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, orbital fracture. So <laughs> not not ball. Like, thank you not for ball. your announcement. <laughs> he's got a crushed eye hole, finger inside. Like, yeah. I remember the video we saw the way he um he had to like ninja the hand in there. Yeah, like it was insane yeah, to have that cork to put in there. Yeah, somebody had to have some tiny hands, right? It's little baby hands to get in there. Yes, yeah, so we, we talked about but... it on the Pro Doc con- uh, podcast. This is a Kenny Pickett poke. Oh, right? with the yeah, hands. that's it. With the hands. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Damian Pierce, high ankle sprain, going to miss at least two, th- maybe three weeks. So that's not great news for anyone who's relying on him for the fantasy playoffs. I think a lot uh, of people were. He reminded was me of me. Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah, it was there, you. There's a lot, yeah, of people. a lot of people. He got a lot of people to the playoffs. You're so. 4-0 in your leagues this year, um, Justin. So that's the kind of players like Pierce that we talked about and Stevenson. Those are players that you didn't have to draft late on or you did draft late on that are valuable, that are becoming top 10 at their position. And those are... Those are that's why you're in the playoffs. Yeah, my situation in that league in particular, I got kind of fortunate because now Dobbins is back. But it was literally Deonta Foreman and Pierce were my only running backs like the whole season, pretty much. Uh, Back back in a little way. I mean, he had a crazy, very statistically, uh, you know, great game. But I mean, 
you we all saw the video i i hope he can get better because that it was just looked weird and there's so many of the laymans that look yeah. at that video that are like oh like what's going on with his knee like like sometimes it looked like if you rewinded it, it was going the other way, you know? Yeah. Right. Just, but what's crazy is he hit, he was over 20 miles an hour on that run. Like he, yeah, was, no, he, he was still hauling, but it looked weird. He like would it was, yeah, no. And like, he would have scored, I think, if he was fully healthy. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, no, but like the game he had, like good for him. Like we've always talked about, we weren't bashing him to start the year. We just knew he wasn't going to be fully ready. He no, came gotta, back so early, you know? So you got to admire his grit for being out there, but it's, he's definitely not 100%. Oh, like, he, you can't yeah. All run I'm like saying that is, and everyone's like, you're good the next week. No, yeah. it's a, it's a, multi-week deal that he's going to be finishing finishing the year with so that's why i'm happy he looks progressively better but if the he's only that, fantasy oh sorry go on Justin, no no, no i'm saying like i'm happy he's back to fill that damian pierce hole because like yeah. i think uh, i was gonna have to do it again and start my guy kyron williams which is like i don't want to do that anymore yeah. guys uh no, he's I'm such a big fantasy like <laughs> thing because like he's so talented and he's in a he's in a team that is like rush rush first so like every year we're waiting for him like to, he's gonna be the man he just he needs to get fully healthy all right, let's get into dudes and duds. Dudes and duds. Uh, I'll go first this week. Uh, I'll just get my dude out of the way. We were talking about the Broncos. Obviously, Cortland Sutton having issues. Uh, somebody right. who didn't have an issue this week was Jerry Judith. Uh, eight receptions, nine targets. What? I believe that's who? what you call him. <laughs> hey, Jerry <laughs> Judith. Uh, I don't know. It might be uh, eight. Yeah, eight catches, nine targets, uh, seventy-three yards. Not crazy, but he had three touchdowns, which is obviously crazy. Not sustainable, but in a Broncos <laughs> offense, I don't know that they've scored three touchdowns in a game before this. Uh, so the fact that he not, did, did oh, it himself, hundred percent, not passing. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he did it himself in one game, pretty impressive. If anybody was starting him at that point, I know at this point in the season, if you had Jerry Judy. You might not have been in contention, but the bye weeks might have pushed him into. He probably into lineups, yeah. So. One of those touchdowns was from Ripian, so don't get scared that they were all three Wilson. One of them yeah. was Ripian, so yeah. they have some type of rapport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if I'm still. I'm afraid of the of the Broncos players. If you were still, if you were starting them, you're not any less scared now than you were because it was bad and it, it's not going to get much worse I don't judy's think. an interesting case i was like seeing about him he's on a he's on a lot of teams that are good in fantasy that failed a lot of teams bad it's just depending on where you got him and where who how much he meant to your team right i, I saw a lot of people that were like he was their top like two receiver you know and that's gonna hurt but if you had him yeah. as like your flex or like you know someone that you could keep on the bench and have like good depth at one position then now Judy is going to help you. Yeah. Win. Or if you right. bought yeah. low, like if right. you bought low yes. on him, like I made a trade earlier in the season where I sold him low. Well, right. I, I guess it was, I sold Jerry Judy and Melvin Gordon at the time when it was, it was after, after the injury that, uh, that who am I missing? Uh, uh, Williams. Javante yeah, Williams. Williams. Yeah. Javante yeah. Williams. When he went out, there was hype around Melvin Gordon. And I was like, I don't want this. So I packaged right. them both. And I think I got back like Christian Kirk, which at, at the time he was balling and he, he's had he's a few weeks when he's back. Yeah. yeah he's all right. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm, was willing to buy two Broncos. That's incredible. I know. That was no, because crazy. in the early in the year, remember, it was like first it was like, oh, they're kind of slowing off, but they it's have like, really oh, good players. Oh, yeah. they'll figure it out. And now, like, it was like week eight or like seven. They're like, oh, this is not changing. Yeah, <laughs> but know? what I'm saying is, if you bought Jerry Judy low, he's probably a flex player for you, and that's yeah, a great and that's flex huge. play. Yeah, that's and a if good you just had play. eight, nine, like your your game, you just mentioned with Judy, you won your week this week. Yeah, for sure. Interesting matchup against Cardinals too. You might. I, some people might be tempted to start him. Don't don't be don't shy away. Well, Cardinals He's the main don't dude have that offense. So. You know, their number one uh, Murphy's been out for by Murphy's been out for multiple weeks. So if Sutton's out, then Judy's going to be the number one. So that's a lot of opportunity there. All right, I'm going to go to my dude uh, Chigazim Okonkwo. I had a week hey, to learn Bravo, his name, man. so I got to give him Bravo. props. Good you stuff. know the the numbers don't stand out on the page. 
caught all six targets for 45 yards and a touchdown. He but stands out. It's, no, it's he's rare. Oh, he's he's <laughs> a massive human being. Right. And it's, it's also rare that we have some a leftover that we hype that's like under 10% owned, and then he delivers the right the next week. Oh, there you go. I feel like there's a, lot of, yes. there's a lot of leftovers that we hype up, and it's like, oh, okay, they didn't do much with their opportunity. <laughs> this is up there with Shakir. Yeah. I think my Shakir is one of my top ones, because he actually hasn't had any games except you, the one I If you stream up. like that, <laughs> yeah. you stream like that, and he puts in this performance, that, yeah. that wins you the week, and he might continue to do that as long as argue, Traylon Burks is in concussion yeah. protocol. So I would argue him, he's more than a streamer. Um, I think he's overtooken um, Hooper, who sucks. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah, so bad. That's fair. I agree. had more yards than him, but he didn't have the touchdown. He didn't have the targets. He's it's just, weird. Yeah. I don't know. He'll, yeah. he'll, but he'll like boom some weeks, but most of the weeks you forget he's on a football team. Yeah. Um, no, this is, he's a Matt, like I said, massive being. He's a bulldozer. He's getting yardage. They're trusting him in two-point conversion situations. He's getting a lot more... Um, time on the field than he How did. How you not yeah. love him in the red zone? Yeah. And like you Tannehill said, he likes the safe option. So he's a safe option. No, for sure. And then Burks is a big body in the red zone. So like you said, if we don't have no Burks, then you need to be using people like uh, not saying his name. You got it. You, you <laughs> nailed it. Well, it's clearly not Robert Woods. And yes. Bikini had like a two touchdown week and that's that's been it for him. So he's a great blocking receiver. So that week was not going to happen yeah. as much. And Woods, like we've talked about on six scores since the beginning of the summer about his ACL recovery was going to be a problem. Um, I'll say my dude, uh, one of the best tight end weeks of the year, um, out of nowhere, Evan Ingram, 11 receptions, 162, two touchdowns. Um, I don't even know if you had him in your lineup, but if you did like good job, tight end landscape has been so barren. He's actually not been terrible. So he might be enough that you still had him in. He's been better than Everett and, you know, those little lower guys that people had, um, last couple weeks, but, um, that's a huge game. That's a game that, like, if you were dying off on some of uh, your players didn't play well, he was covering a lot of your, you know, your discrepancies and points. So good for the Jaguars. They scored um, 36 points on the really, really bad pass defense that we talked about in six score. A lot yeah. of injuries. So Kirk didn't really take advantage. It was more, it was just all the usage was going to um, Evan Ingram. Ingram and Zay yeah. Jones. Yeah, um, I wish Kirk got a little more, but it was fun to watch. Yeah. No, absolutely. It looks like... um. Peterson's like, he's kind of like a QB whisperer. He, I, I know Meyer didn't have a handle that team, but also you can't also say that um, it was his fault. Lawrence didn't have an effective year last year, but this year it looks like the offense is tailored more to him. He's playing real well. Kirk, I wasn't really fully strong on, which uh, right now, like if you would have paired both of these guys together, you'd have a really good little stat going on because Kirk has been outstanding this year, way better than I think anybody thought. He never had one, you know, wide receiver one, you know, routes. He was always a two, three in um, Arizona. He's but the, he got the one money. He got the one he money. He got the there. one money and he's playing like a one, which <laughs> good is for him. sometimes doesn't always, it doesn't always work like that. So yeah, good for him. And I know obviously if you have an Ingram, congratulations. Cause that was a huge week for you. Uh, before we get into the duds, George cook on our YouTube stream right now, he says, if my only backup running back is Jamal Williams, am I forced to play Kenneth Walker this week? And then he would then flex either Mike Williams or Jamal Williams. Or Mike Evans or Jamal Williams. So he's do you, does, do you start Kenneth Walker over Jamal Williams, and then he's asking for flex Mike Evans or Jamal Williams, the leftovers. If you if you're playing Kenneth Walker, I would start Kenneth Walker. That's really his, tough. His, his FP is like if he was LP all week, I would be kind of worried about him. It seems like he's gotten over it. I, I want to say as dominant as as the Niners have been, their weakness is their defensive line. Javon Kinlaw has been out for the yep. majority of the season. Eric Armstead just came back, and now he's foot and ankle. I think um, so. That middle. Kenneth Walker could take advantage of him, and that's what he's one of the best runners up the gut in the league. So 
And Seattle losing the last couple games is because of him. It's because everybody can key in on Geno now. So it's very easy to stop that offense. It's very one-dimensional. So they'd want Walker back, and just him having him back will open that team up, and they'll be scoring points like crazy. Like they Yeah, were. I'd say play Kenneth Walker, and and the Mike Williams, Jamal, or Mike Evans, Jamal Williams thing is is gross. Uh, Evans has been Jam- kind of... Jamal bad. Williams, you got to love, but like against the Jets, Jets just shut everyone down, especially run game. So maybe, I would maybe do, Quinn and Williams I would do Mike, a little bit. Mike out. Evans, 100%. But, yeah. You got... You got him playing against the Bengals. That's going to yeah. be a shootout. Very and true. on top of that, um, Shindobi Owuzie. There you go. Is oh, out. Very nice. I know. Thank you. You didn't go a Conquo, but <laughs> no, I'll do that. Yeah. Now. Um, out for the season with that. Um, is it Achilles? ACL. Yeah. AC, ACL. Sorry. So without, w- without him, that's a, that's the one that he's a lockdown. And then they ha- that means Eli Apple has to shift up. He sucks. So yeah, like, that's fair. <laughs> that's so yeah, listen, one. I would say I would say still play Mike Evans. Uh, he also says Slayton's an option too, but I would say Mike Evans in the no. flex. But I don't think Evans. you said it was going to be a shootout. I don't know that I would trust the Bucks to participate in any sort of shootout. Uh, at least not until the very end of the game. Like the, you know what I mean? Like that's been their. They're I mean, like, I think, that's a, I think shootout, that game's a shootout, kind of. Bengals are an exploitable kinda, matchup. At the end. Yeah, no, Bang, I get you. Bengals are exploitable more than the Jets on the ground. Is that's fair? I, I think. Say. Mike Evans could find the end zone, get some yards, but I don't think it'll come right away, and you'll probably be sweating it for a little bit. Uh, uh, but probably like a second half. Garbage yeah. time counts the same, so for sure. Uh, all right, let's move on to the duds of last week. I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. Speaking that situation's line. still super weird. Obviously, Jamal Williams is there stealing touchdowns. He didn't really do anything last week either. But uh, six carries, 21 yards, three catches for 18 yards you drafted like DeAndre Swift was first round pick. We've already, I think he's been a dud before. Uh, he's also, I think he's also been a dude before he, he's all over the map, but his usage is so low right now and they're still winning games. So it's like, what? I don't think that's changing. You know what I mean? No. Like the, right. the recipe like, is working. I don't know what you're going to get right him. after a breakthrough week where he like got 18 touches and looked right. like the dominant back in that offense. And then all of a sudden he's back to this role, this, this question mark role that Dan Campbell has chosen for him, but obviously no knock to Dan Campbell. That team's on fire right now. So they're they're, not they're winning. Anything. It's insane. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hyped to watch Lions games. No, man. They're, they're fun, fun to watch. Yeah. No, we'll have our version of the Dundies. I think at the end of the year and just like do like bus team and stuff. Because like you I said, like Swift is that's that sucks. If you just had the him, draft capital is just if you so had rough. him there, I don't think there's like I was like, look at a percentage of like you know players that are on playoff teams. He ain't on any. Like ain't on any. Like sorry, no, he, he he really <laughs> he just like he he's not playing well this year. The injury definitely didn't help. I know he had this stuff in the past. We were kind of a little bit weary on him. He had a lower. He didn't have a like a great six score to start the year. I don't know. His receiving game is something that's so useful in PPR, and that's why he like was surprising last year and jumped up the rankings last year. That's why he was so high this year. But the run running, he seems very like. He reminds me of like LaShawn McCoy was when he before he figured it out. He's very like dancing around in the backfield instead of just running straight and figuring it out. We haven't seen a lot of decisive cuts from him, which is yes. what you need to see from a guy that big and that talented. Like Pierre Strong, speaking of like someone we will talk about a little later, he had one cut yesterday and I swear every single one he was gone. Like he he, he had two runs where he had one cut to the side. And I, I, like we had the under as a sick pick in that game. That last run he had when he made the, like the cut on the side and he like broke on the sideline, he could have scored there. Like yeah. that he's a he's a like great like you know decision you know looking down the field so swift hasn't shown that he actually looks like he's not seeing the field well which is not well not good williams has actually had such a good year that it it, it's good argument to keep swift on the bench so that's what the lions and fantasy players have probably been doing i have have a question here that that (laughs) this this might hurt if you have deandre swift and jamal williams and you can only play one who do you got to be jamal williams it's got to be jamal williams 
See, that's so tough. Yeah. That's they tough push, they push the ball down the field. <laughs> Jamal Williams is the red zone guy. They, so uh, why do the Lions the always... A good matchup, but... It depends on what league. Honestly, yeah. I said PPR. I yeah. still stick to the Swift right. runs. Because like, you're going to get that game where like they're down finally. like Not finally, sorry, Lions. Not, like, yeah. Rooting for your downfall. But like, <laughs> there's going to be a game where they're finally losing and Swift's going to get like nine catches at the end because he's... He's kind of like the one that they start throwing to. You know, the Lions, they start throwing like crazy when yeah. they're like losing or like they're down for a couple touchdowns. So Williams doesn't catch the ball um, that great. The one thing that you automatically get is that automatic six points for the touchdown that he gets almost every right. game. Right? It's crazy to me that the Lions always find a way to be inside the two-yard line. Like yeah. It's like every game they're like, whoopsie. We didn't. We couldn't get it in. Like Amon yeah. Ross St. Brown couldn't pierce the goal line. Ninety-eight yard catch. It's like not, what is that? You know, and they fall at the yeah. two. They're like they're there's, like they're doing no it on purpose. To go to anymore. So no, that's a stat we could, we could figure it out and look at. But I'm gar- yeah. I guarantee you're right. He probably has the most touchdowns within ten yards. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Sure. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. I would say within four. Like you know what I mean? I think all of his <laughs> touchdowns almost. That's come what Connor. Connor did last year with the Cardinals. You literally would um the first half of the year you would have like DeAndre Hopkins like just like going down to like the one yard line then. Connor would just be like, all right. Or Kyler would just like run on end round. You know, that's that's how it works. That's how you get touchdowns. Uh, Adrian uh, on our YouTube stream. Uh, hey, guys, am I crazy for starting uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones over Amari Cooper this week? Uh, it's a little bit it, like great right, watching last game. It looked like Watson has a thing with him. So that's I mean, it's the it's a it's a conversation you should have in your head. I mean, if it doesn't work, you're going to be having some sleepless nights in Seattle. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's going to be an issue. But does win come into play? I've seen some rumors about wind in Cleveland. You're for always that game, the weatherman. So. But does that change? But does that change? I mean, they're in, they're in the same game. It's Cooper and Peoples Jones. They're like it's it's he's got the. Oh, you're just betting on who gets the deep ball. Or, yeah. Oh, I know. see what you're saying. Yeah, Peoples Jones uh, is definitely the deep ball threat for sure. And they've said Deshaun Watson's been pushing the ball downfield more because. Yeah. And who had a better game? Who last doesn't game? more than Jacoby Brissett? So, and we don't. Think sometimes you got to make you got to make these. But, yeah. Sometimes you got to make the bold decision. If you think the numbers are skewing one way, then I, I don't. I don't think that it's like egregious to do it. When in I doubt, mean, coin flip. That's yeah, a horrible well, advice, but you know that'll do too. Did you edit that out? <laughs> What's that? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, Taylor, you let's hit us with your dud. Um, my dud is uh, Tua. Um, I'm kind of a little burnt a little bit because we had a sick pick that I was really wanted is the Jalen Waddle prop that we put in, but uh, it, I realized that it wasn't Waddle's fault. Um, I'm blaming it on Tua. Um, he finished 10 for 28. There was a period in the game he was 3 for 17. It might have been worse. I just remember specifically 3 for 17. That's terrible. And that's been multiple weeks. Inaccurate for weeks. Sorry, I had to make sure I said that right. He was inaccurate. <laughs> yes. He was inaccurate. For so he weeks. was inside accurate, or no? He was in. He was inaccurate. He's, He's not in the accurate. He zone. was an inac- okay. He was in an Acura. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Going nowhere. Yeah. So yeah. no, it's it's he's a guy that led you to the playoffs because like we were, remember we were talking about. I remember specifically you were mad at me about putting him over Rogers. Um, Should have put him higher up. Was yep. the hindsight thing? <laughs> but yeah. no, there, in reality though. Um, Tua has been excellent this year, and it's for a, a someone that's um, waited to get a quarterback late. That was you need him. So these last couple games, if you made the playoffs in the first playoff week was this week, then you might be done after him leading you to the. This is like a ninety-eight yard run, and <laughs> like you know, leaving at the two and not scoring because yeah. like Tua has been sensational this year. He's led the league in passer rating. So the fact that these um, issues, we can definitely um, tie him a little bit to the right tackle and left tackle both. So I was gonna bring up. Ha- uh, left tackle issue, Taron Armstead, right tackle, Austin Jackson, been in and out of lineup all year. So we can definitely tie to that. He needs his um, bookend tackles, especially with the scheme Mike McDaniel has. 
you need those things to be need those things need those offense linemen to be effective. But um, yeah, that's my dud because he's been absolutely terrible the last two weeks in this game. Can you he, trust him against the Bills? Probably he, not. Even though no Von Miller, less pass rush. But I don't know. I, they're getting healthier on pass defense. They they have some pieces, and Jordan Poyer is playing full and playing out of his mind. This so. is one of those. Yeah. This is one of those situations where if I have Tua and I'm in the playoffs. Two is my guy. Like I'm, yeah. I, no, he's I get got, it. he's got, he's got, I can't right. He's, that. I mean, yeah. the waddle, the waddle, the hill. Like, I mean, I do. You, you just he hope does that have something the threat of just, Tyre, now, if you're, just if, underneath route to Tyreek could go right. to the house at any time. So this is the like week of backup quarterback. So like, I honestly think there's not many there's there's not too many options that are different from you know starting a possibly bad Tua, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. You got it. Like you said, you got to roll with him. Yeah. My, my dad is Travis Etienne. Rough week for him. Seventeen carries for thirty-two mm. yards. He's the main dog with uh, Hasty as the backup. He only Hasty only got four carries, but tough to see that uh, Etienne can get that production in a matchup against the Titans, where they're pretty much leading the whole time. Uh, Titans front is tough. Jeffrey Simmons kind of had a little ankle deal, but he's he's a big run stopper in that in that defense. So the rough part is he's not getting any better of a matchup this week against the Cowboys. So I don't know. Yeah. Do you look at sitting Etienne for someone? No, I don't know. Etienne got a lot of people to the playoffs too, so I still don't well, he's think one of those players he... as well. If he's on your team, you're probably in the it's playoffs. It's the opportunity, yeah. right? You're, who are you going to find that's going to have more opportunity than him? Who's I know 17 carries clear is, is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of touches. And, and granted, you'd like to see some more pass work. He probably will get it this week, but everything last week went to Evan Ingram. So I just like chalked that. Up. They were just like, "Hey, Ingram, like it's your birthday. Week. Yeah, take Dallas, it." You know? Dallas is pretty tough against the run, so I mean, you'll you'll have to look at that. But like you said, there's there's certain players that even though they had bad uh, a bad one week. You can't just like you know fall. Can't write them yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's turn the microwave on and get these leftovers rolling. What's this? It's a microwave. The leftovers. Okay, so a leftover is somebody who is just barely owned. That obviously you're listening now or you're watching right now. The waivers have already run. These are players that could probably still be stuck on your waivers that uh, are looking for a good home and uh, they want you to be their forever home, uh, at least for this week. And they, they could be more valuable than some players that you're holding on to that you probably shouldn't be, Odell Beckham. Uh, let's let's get into these right now and then run down this list so we can uh, we can find some gems like last week. Uh, Hunter Renfro getting activated off IR. That is an interesting option. I don't think many people stashed him on IR, depending on how deep your league is. So I don't know if he immediately comes back and has a good performance against the Patriots, but... Look at him if if you need uh, if you're stacking up for a week from now or two weeks from now. I'll say something about him. I know we're Raider fans, so this is obviously not going to be negative at all. But um, the Patriots do a really good thing, and they take away the best option on the team. Everybody knows it's not Derek Carr. Um, so I mean, it's going to be Devonte Adams is the best weapon for the Raiders, right? So what? how dare you what? slam how dare Josh you? Josh Jacobs? So, so <laughs> sorry, I got sidetracked. So the best thing the best yeah. thing for them is that they um take that away. That's the yeah. best thing they do. So Hunter Renfro, that's a good matchup for him. Um their cornerbacks have been playing really well. All the Joneses. I literally seen like eight of them. Like they have John, they have Jack, Jack. and they have yep. Mac. <laughs> and they're all good. Right. Um Jalen Mills has been a little unhealthy this year. Um he has you know, he but he, he is decent. Um, I just think that's a good matchup, Renfro. Waller, I'm not. I, I, I'm. I don't know about him. Right. No, nobody's <laughs> known about him all negative, year. So. But like, <laughs> uh, that's one of those players too that we we're talking about um, this in this podcast. That he's a player that's probably not on a playoff roster. So he's, I mean, that the only thing that concerns me with Renfro 
is when I saw that notification come come across where these are activated, I was like, oh, sick, Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. If it was one or the other, I'd be a little more intrigued. The fact that they're both back, I don't know. I don't know how that that kind of I, I feel like they do better without each other and they're stuck to each other right now. And it kind of is concerning. So I almost like would rather see Waller's not playing and then I'll be like, all right, Renfro, maybe I'll pop him in. I don't know. I think I will say I feel like Carr in his reads, if Devontae's not open, he's looking at Renfro. He's not looking at Waller next. Waller that's might fair. be the third in the progression, but that that's reading a little too deep. I don't even want the option of Waller out there is what I'm yeah. saying. But no, I'm not a Raiders. I, he shouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't a, count on it either. So if you're in the playoffs, yeah, if you're in the playoffs, he shouldn't be in your lineup. Like I would be starting. What did we just say? Um, say his name. Uh, Chigazim Akonku. Justin nice. Dry. That's funny. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. No, yeah. I'm only pointing to Jacob here. Um, <laughs> no, but that's the kind of player that honestly that's so wasn't even drafted that you should be starting automatically over Waller. Uh, let's talk about Isaiah Hodgins. He had a heck of a game against Commanders yeah. last week. There's nobody for the Giants. Healthy Saquon, maybe it opens up the passing game. I'm reaching really deep. He's two percent owned. Uh, so I'm one of the. I'm gross, one of the two percent. Trying not to make a gross face, and I'm like, it's <laughs> no, no, no. Hard, I'm dude. one of the two percent in our league, our league, our six score league, fourteen man, four flex league. I'm starting him, and I have been for the last few weeks, and he's been a positive for my team. So I'm, I'm okay with this. Like I, I think he's there. The opportunity's there. It's it does look gross on paper, but like I'll take a ten fantasy point game from somebody that wouldn't have been on anyone's radar a couple weeks ago. I mean, you're not asking for much out of him last week or his last good performance against Commanders, five catches, forty four and a touchdown. So But Taylor brings a good point. If you're looking for that kind of performance at this time of the year, <laughs> you you got probably got bigger problems. So maybe um, we'll move on. Yeah. One guy I like, I'm just going on the list. Um Ben's Garonic, love him. Neck, yep. um, finally had a good game. I've been waiting for him to have a good game since Cup has been out. Um, he looks like he can have a decent game. Baker was uh, feeding him a lot, so I'm not sure if Baker's going to do that again, but if he does a little bit of that, um, Skronik should get a lot it's of work. It's incredible that we're talking about Ben Skronik and Baker Mayfield chemistry in week 15 Ooh, of fantasy baby. football. You didn't so. stack Beautiful. them? They've been hyped <laughs> yeah, all but... summer. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, uh, you're, so we... but you're right, though. There was a connection in that we... in that two drives. Yes. So. Yeah, he had like so something yeah. there. Out of all the wide receivers on this leftovers list, of, which is Kendall Hinton, which is a decent option, obviously. If, I, if, I forgot if, he picked up a hamstring, so I'm crossing him off. Okay, all right. So there's no Sorry. Hinton. All right, but I'm saying Renfro, Hodgins. I think my my favorite one is Chris Moore for the Texans. Chris 5% Moore. 5% rostered. This man got yeah, targeted like him. crazy, right? Oh, and he caught all of them. He got all his targets. He's yeah, crazy. he had 11 targets, 124 yards, no touchdowns, but like, that's volume, and I Arguably, want. Arguably, we're of not that. doing our job by at least mentioning he should have been a dude, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. no. He's one that like, I already. We saw the reports today. Cooks not practicing again with his calf. He's not going to push it. He's done. He mentally he, he checked out. Which I don't he's not even all, there. So. He's Deshaun Watson. Uh, Nico Collins on the hand does well, have no choice to play yeah. there for another two and a half but he's years. Soft tissue. Soft. He's the, no. He's foot. Correct, his foot, correct, his foot. foot, and then he's he didn't play last week. He already didn't practice again this week. I mean, t- today would argue they both already out again. So more Dorset. I just remember looking at that last week and just looking at do I pick up more Dorset? And I'm like Chris Moore, and it yeah. was Chris Moore. He's had so, games it, like that before. So yeah, I think Moore is a good option. Uh, I, I here's we, we want to talk about Pierre Strong and and what's going on in New England right now. Obviously. Seven no, percent owned. Yeah, yeah. We're, so we're not seeing we're not seeing Ramondre Stevenson this week. Is, is is the vibe we're getting? Is Damian Harris coming back? And what's the what are we expecting from him? It, it basically, is Pierre Strong an option? 
No, Strong's an option, but the Harris thing will throw a wrench in that because yep. we don't. Harris injury isn't too crazy enough that we can automatically rule him out. We don't think anything significant there. He did miss so last week. Just a thigh. But, Who knows yeah. if it's a quad contusion or strain? Probably not a contusion because yeah. or probably not a strain because he was close to playing this week. It seems Locks like some practice time. So yeah, the Bel- Belichick way too. Like if uh, he loves two running backs, yes. so that maybe that is the argument for so Strong. So Strong he, he was is Strong the, the best two. pitching guy. Strong and Harris both might have good games in yep. a way. You know, like Raiders have a terrible run defense. Yes. So they have a good uh, pass so, defense, like rushing the quarterback with Max Crosby, but not on the run game. I'm trying to find like a comp for Strong. And I'm like, if if Pierre Strong's on your waiver wire and you have like Gus you should Edwards, be more like Gus Edwards on, or Pierre Strong, who are you starting? You should start Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong should be in a lot of uh, thoughts. I mean, he's right. the number one pickup of all fantasy right now. Um, the one I'll do with less uh, percentage than him is uh, let me see. This. I got you, Dare Ogumbale. Yes, you. Ogumbale. Ogumbale. You yeah. Um, I think Rex Burkhead definitely will play, but I just don't. I think speaking of like who's done cooks wise, Burkhead will play, but he, I don't think he has any juice. Any he can't separate from anybody. Um, Darius. Um, he scored a touchdown last week. Um, he's a very very good um receiving back. So if anything, he might be a slick little like uh. Flex play PPR get like four or five catches. We're not expecting a lot. It's two percent, but why would they not give him a look? Yeah, especially if it's a blowout against the Chiefs, which it very much could be. They right, no, but are to, they going to be no running? Like they're going to be throwing the ball to Christopher Moore the whole game. True. All right. They waved uh, Benjamin too, so there should be a little bit more volume for <laughs> That's him. That's weird. He's got to be unlikable. That's what I'm saying. Like this is the second time where you're again. like, yeah. what's yeah. up Saints, with this yeah. guy? I don't know. It's weird. That's a weird situation. Uh, one more running back, Marlon Mack, scored a touchdown, long one last week. Yeah, that's the only reason we're talking about him, <laughs> yeah. shouting him out. But All right, he's you talk getting... about the Denver offense. He just, Ugh. congrats. He's back from Achilles, and uh, he's not 100. But he scored a long touchdown, so good he's job. He's not getting Marlon usage, Mack. so I mean, I mean that good touchdown. But I mean, there is only two running backs in on offense currently, so that's yeah, that's something. It's worth it's something hanging on to. I don't know who you're dropping for him, but Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack, or Gus Edwards. I keep bringing Gus, Gus Edwards, Edwards up. <laughs> Gus Edwards. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do shootouts and droughts. See what's going on next. Uh, obviously, this upcoming week and and where the points are. <gasps> mm, it's some shootouts and droughts. That's a lot of fun there. It gets really weird whenever we just hit that button and stare at each other, but uh, that, one feels, fun, that one feels good. Uh, yeah, let's get into these these matchups. There's some there's some good ones, and then there's some really just some, some super bad ones that you should probably avoid. Well, first one is a matchup in Houston, so that team song is perfect for it. Uh, Chiefs at <laughs> Texans, we talked about a little bit. Um, Going to be a... I don't know. It might not be a blowout. Texans hung with the Cowboys last week, so however they did that, maybe uh, they surprised the Chiefs too. I would need Stingley to come back. Their number one corner. That's a crucial part of their team. He's been out with the hamstring. Fair yeah, point. is he somebody that's going to slow down the <laughs> the wide receivers of the Chiefs that everybody can count on every week in and week out? Are we going to see Kadarius Tony? No, no. Are that's we? Such a safe answer. It's a pretty. I can count. I, I really feel hope pretty we good do. about just saying no. But yeah. it'd be great if he just came back and just roasted the Texans. But like, I don't Har- know anybody who's trusting him in the fantasy lineup in the first round of playoffs. Like so if Hardman tough. comes back first week off the twenty, like off his uh, IR stint. Automatically More than better Tony. value than Tony. More than Tony, that'd be kind of bad for Tony. Yeah, that's like, come on. I feel like but, that's yeah. a very that's a very real possibility. Very real possibility. Yes. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, this is this is like you said, like this is when it gets weird. But like the Texans, that's a, it's obviously the highest point total of the week. 
I, I, that's just saying, I'm still in on Chris Moore. Like, I feel like Chris Moore isn't wasn't a fluke last week. Obviously, I, he's 29 he's years not. old. It's not like he's just like breaking out out of nowhere. But it's literally just the he's volume for a while. No, he's been like the guy that like just runs down the field, like the stretch, yeah. field stretcher. So like, yeah, no, he he knows what he needs to do. He's been on the team before too when they had nothing, you know, uh, and it took advantage. That's a that's probably game, like a cheap DFS. Well, I, I can actually I won't even say DFS play because he did kind of pop last week, so they might be on him a little more this week. You know, I don't know what his numbers are at. Look at his salary, DFS, we'll see. But yeah, that's that's something to monitor. Uh, Colts at Vikings, the second highest point total, forty-eight and a half. Saturday game. Yep. Saturday game. Uh, interesting. I mean, you got to expect Justin Jefferson's like getting two hundred yards every week, right? <laughs> it's just yeah, that's built it's in. Just I think, automatic. Right? I need him for Scott Fish. I, I can't believe they <laughs> didn't me. count his touchdown near the sideline. I mean, we were all watching the office. He, he looked like he stepped out live, and then they go to replay, and he didn't. So hmm. you could have added like 30 yards and a touchdown on that performance. I was okay with his 200-plus for fantasy. Yeah, yeah no, like, I mean, it was good. Yeah, for was more. Good. Yeah. yeah, you'd always want more, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colts coming off a bye. What, what do you do with that offense? Pittman has been a huge disappointment all year. He's fallen off. He had a good, like, probably four games start the year. He had the injury number, and he's kind of, like, the, that offense is hard. Like honestly, Jonathan Taylor, why he's had a bad year, could be because of that too. That offensive line too is interesting. I didn't think it would be this bad. They're still figuring it out in week fifteen, which yeah, is a it, horrible sign. It was yeah. bad because they've been a top ten unit last three or four years. Quentin Nelson took a huge step back this year. There's multiple issues. They're starting a left tackle that's terrible. Um, that rookie year, he's easy like, now, guys. Yeah. They had a bye. They finally got their bye week with their brand new coach. So they're gonna come out and they're gonna be just popping shots. I can, I can feel it. <laughs> popping shots. Popping yeah. shots. I don't know what say, they're yeah. doing. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, no, I, I'm obviously hoping for big things from Pittman because I'm invested in him a little bit. But me too. I honestly feel like Paris Campbell's probably the better play. I was gonna say uh, if you're if you're desperate and you're streaming uh, Colts wide receiver, that's not it. Michael Pittman. It's yeah. it's, it's everybody else. Campbell, not Alec Pierce. Oh, I actually like Alec Pierce. It's not Pittman though, because your his price on DFS, if we're talking oh, about DFS, yeah. is always too high. Yeah, yeah, for he sure. hasn't reached it yet. So, uh, Eagles at Bears is the next one. We talked about Justin Fields a little earlier. Don't be concerned mm. about the illness; he'll be back in full. You want to see an illness Wednesday. You don't want to see an illness Friday. Is this so. the two best quarterbacks of fantasy that are non Josh Allen? I want to see 500 rushing yards from the quarterback I want to position. See, I have in this Fields game. too, you could, so too. I'll take yeah. <laughs> Scott Fish. I have Jefferson Fields. I want them all to do whatever you guys just said. A lot. Yeah, this is going to be oh. exciting. I, I know. I'm excited to watch it. It's both, both obviously, both times are electric quarterbacks. So you're going to see uh, yeah. there, there's not going to be a moment in this game outside of special teams. What do you see? Uh, Hurts is um, minus 140 at some books at uh, MVP odds, which is pretty pretty remarkable to, uh, the turn he's took. I wasn't even high on him to start the year, I'll admit, but uh, that's huge for him. Hey, we talked about the one he's, thing. He's sustaining both. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's the one yeah, thing. sticks in my mind. But I remember we talked about on the podcast the one thing that I didn't know if he could do, but he obviously has. It's getting these guys. The uh, uh, alpha dog wide receiver Kyler took did a little bit with um, DeAndre, but kind of fallen off. Also, horrible injury he suffered. But um, Diggs to Allen, you know, Brown to Hertz. It's it looks like that's a calling card or something that you need to do to help these players. They can't just be learning how to on the fly with like. Yeah this guy, this guy, and this guy. So, I mean... It's weird that, like, they're... like, And the NFL's just learning that. They're like, wait a minute. That's a... For- get our get our young quarterback a really good pass catcher? Well, it's this hard to... It's insane. hard to, like... It's hard to pry. Like, those guys, back in the right. day, usually weren't open. Like, you keep the Jerry Races on the Raiders and let him... No one's it, moving on to one-win yeah. seasons and yeah. let him until he, his contract's up. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. But now you... Like, even Justin Jefferson, I feel like those players are... They're trade. Everybody's tradable, you know. Like it's just like once, like Ty, we just saw Tyreek get traded. Speaking of, that's uh, wild. Yeah, I missed too to uh to Tyreek. Right. Just uh, 
it just seems like the top players, I dad always said if Wayne Gretzky got traded, then everybody gets traded. And like he got traded to the Kings when he was like the best player in the league. So everybody gets traded. Credit. Yeah. Who's Credit. it? He, he like handpicked AJ Brown and was like, I want that dude. And it's a hundred percent work. So who's a quarterback <laughs> in the league outside of the ones? <laughs> like, oh, I want, it's not a tough choice. The best but, I mean, at least <laughs> yeah. work. So I'm trying to think of like DK seems next, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, if I'm like a quarterback, I'm like, oh, let me handpick DK. He seems oh, like yeah. I thought you case, said, sorry, I, I thought you said DJ. Sorry. And I was like, yeah, DJ Moore needs to get out of Carolina for sure. But uh, I don't that's know another, if he's That's another alpha. one. If I had he's a little good. basket, I'm like, DJ Moore, come. I would love to see yeah. DJ Moore with like a good quarterback or like just in an offense that is like, and he's a different kind of receiver. He's, he's not really like a possession. He's very like fast and like, you know, he can get down the field and, you know, do the yak and stuff. So you get someone that can feed him accurately. He can. So real quick off the top of your head, I'm trying to rack my brain. I can't really think of anybody, but who's a quarterback in that situation where they're kind of young, they're not really doing well, but they, if they got another, another wide, like a good pass catcher that could kind of take them to the next level. I don't know. Trevor Lawrence. It's interesting. Mm, Yeah. That's probably. Can I, can I, I mean, well, wait a minute. They just paid a, can Christian. I tell you Kirk. someone that's never had a number one wide receiver is Lamar Jackson. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I yeah, mean, they had Marquise Brown, but I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't. Pickett pick for me is like is kind of good. Like if you wait like one year and he develops a little more, and then you give him someone that's like get rid of Deontay Johnson because he's a basket case. Pickens obviously is a number two, or if he develops into one, he's close. Um, uh, I'm I'm excited for Desmond Ritter this weekend. Now we're just kind of tangent. Me too. Now, but I'm no, like, I, I want to see I'm what this totally, guy can do. I wish I they would have done it sooner. Him. Yeah, I wish they would have done this if, sooner. If, if you have Drake were. London on your roster, how do you take the Desmond Ritter news? You need to see how they do because uh, this might be a partnership that might be there. So Mariota you're hold, you're was holding ne- them through the playoffs. You're like hoping they figure oh, out. Oh, you're not dropping him, but are you starting him? That's that's the question. Yeah, you have a number one wide receiver for a team. It's just a matter of starting him or not. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I honestly, I mean, how much worse could it get than Mariota? Like, I mean, it's not bad. I could I get know. worse. Like Davis Mills and Kyle Allen. Everybody asked that question. You saw it. <laughs> it, it got worse. It, it got, got worse. worse. <laughs> like, yeah. It can definitely get worse. But yeah, how much better could it get? I like the glass half full. Mm, That's usually yeah. you, Justin. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I just the thing is like when situations yeah. are bad, I'm always pretty skeptical about a change making them worse. Like you're making the change for a reason because maybe you saw something that you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right. Except for whatever happened with uh, the Colts, Mike this White's season. been better. Yeah, that Colts. was weird. Okay, Mike White. That's somebody I, we could talk I went about. Full because circle, and I picked up Elijah Moore after drafting him early this year, and now he's just like hanging on the free agent <laughs> he's wire. And I'm like, back. he's had two weeks. He's like yeah. a top bad nope. in fantasy. No this Corey week. Davis. Yeah. We didn't even mention Corey Davis, but concussion yeah. protocol probably not back this week. Elijah Moore favorable matchup. I picked Garrett up Wilson's Mike White this week. It's on people's teams. Yeah, hundred percent as well. I'm starting Mike White over Tom Brady this week, and it feels so good. It feels good, honestly. Congrats. Like That's I've been starting Tom Brady. <laughs> I've been starting Tom Brady all season long, and it has been just the most the final meh. Straw. It's like uh, I don't. I didn't. I got nothing out of it. So I want a little excitement. I feel like I'm playing a little roulette here, where I'm like Mike White, man. If he could pop off, like he has been. He's playing the line. He's not getting so shot in good, the ribs. It's a, good, it's a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's just, it's pretty exciting times. You got, uh, going down with the Mike White ship, so I like it. Yeah, it's. it's I feel really bad. Benching Tom Brady. I know he's in like a lot of pain right now. For sure, (laughs) that's fine. He's definitely struggling to move his body. That's fine. He's a gamer. He He came right back after those two hits. He did. Yeah, he was throwing bullets. Not concerned. Uh, Going to the lower end of the drought uh, spectrum. Cardinals against Broncos. Two backups facing each other. That's going to be ugly. Hey, be gross. Don't you call Colt McCoy 
a backup. All right. You're sure he's maybe he is out. a backup, <laughs> but I mean that guy, he's got he's got starter mentality. Don't call him a backup, even though he's a backup and you just called him a backup. <laughs> technically he is a backup. But when <laughs> you say it, even though two he's number two on the depth chart, he's number one in your heart. Yes. That's the line I was looking for. Thank you. Colt McCoy is he's a, been a, number eternal. one on the depth chart. I like Ram, Ram too. <laughs> yes. I, I'm excited to watch old Colt Colt sling it out. To, That's a good question, though. Is it a knock to Hopkins? Is it a knock to Marquise Brown? No. Didn't you see the Hopkins game that Colt yeah. McCoy played? He had like 10 and 98. Hopkins, Hopkins I think Hopkins a, would be fine. I'd be a little worried about Marquise, Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown, though. yeah, because it's pushing the ball down the field. Yeah. yeah. Who does certain who does, uh, guard 100% Hopkins, right? I Does he stick to people? I don't know if yes, he's, he does. He, he does. does. Oh, then yeah, it's like probably. Blue. I don't see certain winning that matchup. But wow. that's, I like I it. Know. We'll see. Everybody yeah, always, he's really good. That guy's no, really I was, good. I know that, but like every time people <laughs> are like, oh, the he's the there. good, everybody, everybody always like when they say like, oh, he's a good cornerback, they immediately like rule out the guy. I mean, it's uh, you can't uh, really do that with Hopkins. That's, yeah. Hopkins can kind of do whatever he's, he wants. He's matchup proof. Uh, Broncos side, gross. We've already talked about yeah, a lot of Broncos, yeah. probably too many Broncos this week. So, yeah. yeah. Steelers, uh, Panthers, another gross matchup. Not sure why it's in the conversation, but. You know. It's because it's drought. We're droughting, bro. You want to yeah. shoot out in drought. This is it. We probably should start with the droughts because now like, we're going to end now this podcast gonna, like, on the you're losing de- energy and stuff. <laughs> super depressing. You're, like, well, yeah. you're still starting Deontay Foreman. Uh, I'm starting Foreman. I have I'm to. Start, yeah. I'm what starting you, Foreman. What do you mean what have do you make to? Chuba? He's necessary. What do you yeah. make of Chuba? Is it a breakout for Chuba? Is he like stealing carries? No, Chuba's been a problem. On. He's been pissing me off. He's actually. been a, he's been a problem. Like, if you're a Deontay Foreman hands. owner, <laughs> yeah, Chuba's Foreman. been an issue. No, I, I totally, I'm a Foreman guy and I'm getting kind of mad at Chuba. So, <laughs> I get it. Najee Harris, DMP with a hip. Who knows if you can trust him? He's been a dud all season. So he, maybe he was, you're looking at an option there. Was he good? He wasn't that great last week. No. Right? He had a touchdown, but... Mm, As a flyer. But now it's a hip, so I don't even know what to make of that. Pick up Jalen Warren. That's all I'm saying. Pick him up. Yep. Maybe if no. even if you're on a bye week, pick him up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't if, pick up Jalen Warren. If something happens to Najee Harris and next week, I don't even know who they're playing. It's it's full load Jalen Warren. I'm in. Avoid that backfield if I that happens. Everybody. We'll see. Uh, no, but yeah, I know no, we're talking about it because it's fantasy football and that makes these matchups relevant. So all right. of them shout are. out to fantasy football for making us care about a Steelers-Panthers matchup in week 15. I, I, They're all relevant, don't, Jacob. I don't you care. Know I don't have to care. I don't care. Uh, but right. but you got to pay attention. Strong word. You I do have to pay attention. Starting. Yes, I, uh, yes, that's unfortunate. So you care then? You care if you pay attention? Uh, I guess. Automatically. I, guess. Uh, I won't say that. But uh, anything else uh, on your mind outside of uh, I'm feeling good about Mike White this week? I got That's it. That's why I'm just... I'm. That's where I'm at right now in my head. I'm like, please, Michael, you can do this for me. Michael White, you guys are, <laughs> he's, you're too formal? Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, for sure. That's the name of the writer, producer of um, White Lotus. Oh, Mike White, it is. Yes, yeah. Mike White. Wow. Yes, wow. just trying to put that out there. That's Mike crazy. White Lotus. I don't know which one's better because they're both elite. So. What did, what did <laughs> oh, Jerry no. Judith write? Stop saying that. Please. He didn't, no, he didn't write anything. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll throw it to you guys. Who am I flexing? Marquise Brown? against Denver, who we okay. just talked about. We just talked about no. DJ Chark against the Jets. Yes. Ooh. Curtis Samuel against the Giants. Nope. Elijah Moore against Detroit. Nope. Ooh. Chark. So Chark against the Jets? Yeah. It Chark's feels like... covered by Sauce Gardner, though. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. It feels like Chark, but it, I almost... I might even just there's roll out be so much tension. There's going to be so much tension on Amon St. Brown that Chark's going to do what he always does, which is... But you're telling out. me Hopkins is winning that matchup, so... Marquise Brown is not getting the leftovers. We just talked about how Brown is not going to do well. I know, I know, but I'm just saying like the opportunity for to maybe to maybe I don't know. Like I would probably go Chark there, but I just I just feel like you should keep an eye on. 
as in your back. Oh, don't worry, I'm gonna think so way too much about it. So how does he put someone in his lineup and then keep an eye on it? Exactly. Afterwards. That's for that's for him to to waffle over. All right, it's not for me to mess with. Where I'm just telling you what to, I'm not, what to do. I'm not replacing Gallup as the wide receiver too, right? Gallup against the Jaguars. That's You're where playing I'm playing Gallup. Yes. Why are we playing that's where Gallup? I'm at, dude. Oh, oh. everything's oh, gone th- downhill. Wait a second. No, I think Gallup is not in the lineup now. Uh oh. Wait no. for real? Wait, you saying Brown so over Gallup? Chark? Oh man, we're off the rails yeah. here. Chark for Gallup, and Marquise Brown over Gallup in the flex. No. Who's the other? I think Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Yeah, I'm going Chark and Elijah Moore. You're going Elijah play- Moore over playoffs. Marquise Brown. This is the playoffs. Ooh, I, I don't know do if I would it. do Elijah Moore over Marquise Brown, but all right, we're we're getting it's off the rails. It's like here. a Mike this McDaniel's is... move. It, it makes no sense, but it's an absolute gut call. So it's spicy. It's, it's like throwing it, down, p- huh? like throwing it to Penny Sewell uh, for a first yeah. down. Pen- Penny the offensive Sewell. lineman. The offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was crazy. That was cool. Dan Campbell's awesome. All right, let's get the hell out of here. All right, we'll catch you guys next week. We hope you're still listening. We hope you win your football matchups this week so you can come back and listen to us uh, ramble on about uh, about things you put in the microwave. So that's it, which is what this podcast is about. What are you microwaving? Dare Ogumba Wale. We can edit, like, we can edit like 90% of his thing, which is good. All right, see you later. <laughs>